What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. As we draw to the close of the second decade of the 21st century, 20 years of the 2000s, we are going to be taking a special look today at some of the best, most exciting one-on-one fight scenes of the 21st century so far. We are also going to be paying special tribute to, taking a little bit of a look at, one of the most impactful, one of the most influential, one of the most historic martial arts films with one of the most iconic fight scenes of all time. Hope you enjoy this program. We'd love to hear your feedback on this and anything that we're doing. We'd love to hear your suggestions for future guests or future programming ideas. And you can always help us and support us by liking and subscribing to us in the platforms where we appear Apple Podcasts, and of course, more recently, the simulcast of most of our episodes, particularly our interview episodes, on our YouTube channel. Thank you, and enjoy the show, and I encourage you to check out, if you haven't seen the films that I'm talking about in this episode, I highly encourage you to check them out. You won't be disappointed. So here we are in an amazing time. Yes, we're still coming out of the pandemic. Yes, we are still faced with worldwide unrest, upheaval. In the United States here, we have political unrest, political upheaval, social unrest. But as martial artists, as martial arts movie fans, we are actually in a golden era an era where, thanks to streaming, thanks to YouTube, thanks to all of the various platforms, DVDs, and various services, that we have great access to martial arts, fighting, and movie content. Not all of it great. Not all of it uh, Academy Award winning. Not all of it even worth watching the entire films. Maybe on many of them we fast forward just to the fight scenes to see what's going on. But certainly we are in a a terrific time, and there is a lot of high content, a lot of great content, both here and abroad. As we've, one of our prior episodes, we covered uh, the channel Haya, which covers mostly films that are coming out of the Far East, films that we might not otherwise have had a great opportunity to see, or maybe wouldn't have had the desire to spend the money on going to the theater to see some of the movies that appear on that channel. But thanks to modern technology, we have the ability to watch them in our homes, and some of them really are terrific finds. So our topic today was covered in an article that was written, that I had written, 
actually several articles that got uh, terrific feedback and got a terrific response. So I figured this would give me an opportunity through this platform to elaborate a little further. So there are a lot of movies to cover in the past two decades, and there are a lot of fight scenes. What I did for the purposes of this list was I narrowed it down to ones that we looked at that had that there was significant value to fight scenes that were one-on-one. So there are a lot of great fight scenes in movies where our lead character, our protagonist, uh, takes on a group, a chain gang, uh, a cluster of people, uh, where a pair of folks, maybe uh, our heroes, may fight a group or another pair. But we wanted to limit it. We wanted to truncate it for the purposes of this list to simply mano y mano. We wanted to, to truncate it to one martial artist against another. And so that's that's the genesis of this list. So there may be some other ones that you say, well, what about this or what about that? Hey, we'd love to hear about those. But that may be the reason why they didn't make this list. We watch a lot of films. I personally watch a lot of martial arts movie content. If I'm not watching things that are related to Pumse or refereeing for the WT, uh, I tend to gravitate towards, if there's nothing else that I can find to watch, martial arts movies and, and content on the various streaming services. Additionally, we do get sent a number of programs that companies, production companies, studios are interested in having us review prior to their outcome screening copies and things of that nature. So we have a pretty good sample size to choose from. And here's our list for the top five one-on-one fight scenes of the 21st century. Number five, Scott Atkins versus Louis Mandalore in Debt Collectors. Now, we've reviewed both Debt Collector and Debt Collectors in the course as they've come out. Terrific films. Scott Atkins is, is really changing the face and the quality of martial arts movie cinema. Uh, he's been on a mission to do that through his various partnerships, whether it's his legacy of lies, whether it's his affiliations and partnerships with Jesse V. Johnson in Savage Dog or the Debt Collector series. He's really done a terrific job. Debt Collectors in particular has a terrific scene in it. Uh, again, some of this may be spoilers, maybe not, but uh, I, I'm really focusing not so much on the movies, but on the fight scenes. In addition to being a great movie, there's a terrific scene uh, that really encompasses boxing versus martial arts as being the theme. For anyone who's seen the films or, or either one of the films, uh, Louis Mandalore is... Uh, prides himself on being a boxing aficionado. Atkins, of course, a martial artist, mixed martial artist. And in a climactic scene, they square off to see what is the great fighting art. Is it martial arts or is it boxing? And of course, well-filmed, gritty, enjoyable to watch, Perhaps to some degree, some might argue, not the best fight scene on the list, but definitely one of the most enjoyable to watch. I found it engaging. I found it enjoyable. And I, in addition to really enjoying the film, I really enjoyed this scene. It stayed with me. I've gone back, as I have with many martial arts films, 
and watch this fight again and again. Number four, Donnie Yen versus Colin Chow in Flashpoint from 2007. Now, limiting Donnie Yen to just one film on any list when it comes to martial arts is difficult. I know that there are other people who've already written in and said, well, what about this Donnie Yen film? Or what about that Donnie Yen film? And my answer to you is, yeah, they probably could have been here. Donnie Yen is prolific. He is extremely talented. He is carved his niche in martial arts cinema in a place that is up there with the greatest of all times. I chose this particular fight scene again because it isn't a group fight scene. He has many, uh, even in Flashpoint where he fights multiple opponents. But this particular scene is truly well-crafted, truly engaging. Um, This is a great movie, again, but in and of itself, the fight scene between Donnie Yen and Colin Chow, again at the climax, these, one of the things that many of these scenes have in common is, right, there's a culmination in the film that leads to these standoffs. Uh, This particular scene, this particular fight scene between Donnie Yen and Colin Chow is extremely exciting, extremely memorable. Uh, It is all of these fight scenes, none of them are you know, short or none of them are passing fight scenes. They are significant chunks of the uh, film that we are talking about. So I encourage you to check out Donnie Yen and Colin Chow in Flashpoint. Really a terrific one. For 2019, we had reviewed and rated and we had considered Revenger, a South Korean film, to be the best martial arts film of that year. I know many people probably haven't heard of it, haven't seen it. We had received a copy of it. I believe it was streaming on Netflix. But in that film, Bruce Kahn and Park Hee-sun have a fight scene, again at the climax of the film, that is absolutely terrific. Um, The film happens to be a great film. I think it's one of the most underrated martial arts films of all time. Bruce Kahn is powerful. He is smoldering as the lead character. You feel his pain. You feel his mission for revenge against the very diabolical and evil Parky son. The film, as well as the fight scene, is brutal. It's visually interesting. And this climactic scene is not high wires, not fanciful, not shaky cam. It is a one-to-one, brutal, bloody exciting, action-packed martial arts fight scene. The film is a great film, but this scene alone will stay with you, will stand out. It is absolutely one of the best, not only of the last 20 years, but one of the best you'll ever see. Number two, Scott Atkins makes the list again. And not surprising with the impact and the influence that he's had on the martial arts movie genre over the past 20 years in particular. But in this particular film, one of my favorites, if you haven't seen it, you have to check the film out, Accident Man. His fight scene with Amy Johnston made our list. And for those of you that haven't had a chance to check out our talk with Amy Johnston, it appeared on our 
podcast channel. It appeared on a website and it appeared on a YouTube channel. She is someone else to check out, someone else who's moving and shaking and really making a great impact on the martial arts movie and action genre. The film Accident Man is Scott paired up again with Stu Small and Jesse V. Johnson from Debt Collectors fame, and they wrote this extremely dark black comedy martial arts action thriller that is an achievement of writing and comedy and directing, and there's a lot of great fight scenes in it. Michael Jai White is in it. You have a, a whole cast of great actors and great characters, but the one of the great fight scenes in the movie is where Atkins and Johnson square off. It's engaging. Uh, one of the exciting things about it is, I think it personally, it is very, very tricky for action filmmakers to film fight scenes where males square off against females in the sense that you want to give the, the ability and, and show the proper respect and deference to f- talented female martial artists, but you don't want to do it in a way that seems un- inauthentic and that doesn't work out well. This scene is engaging. Johnston never gives up, never backs down, and the scene itself is visually stunning. It's fast-moving, it's fast-paced, but yet again, it is one where all of these fight scenes share one common theme, which is that they are... They don't heavily rely on stunt doubles. They don't rely on shaky cam. They don't rely on blurred camera. What we see are our stars, our martial arts action heroes squaring off, engaging, fighting, executing their techniques, hitting hard, and and really, really never backing down. This particular scene, for whatever reason, it reminded me of the climactic scene of Jackie Chan's Wheels on Meals. For those who are familiar with that, Benny the Jet and Jackie Chan square off in one area while Keith Vitale and Sammo Hung are are engaging in other fights in other parts of of the castle. But this movie just reminded me, this fight scene of that, it is highly engaging, highly entertaining, and I encourage you to check out that scene and that movie. Number one on our list, Iko Uweis and Joe Taslim. In the Night Comes For Us, 2018. Again, for those who followed our program, The Night Comes For Us, in my opinion, one of the best movies ever made. Not just best martial arts movies, but best movies ever made. I am an absolute fan of the Indonesian style of martial arts, the Penjak Salat that is displayed in this film. Taslim, Uwais, both terrific in the film. The film is great. It is one of the bloodiest, most violent, most brutal films and martial arts films I've ever seen. But the final fight scene in this one is absolutely terrific. Again, the buildup throughout the film, you know it's coming. You know that Taslim and Uwais are going to square off and battle, but you cannot be prepared for what it is that occurs the use of fists, the use of feet, the use of environmental self-defense weapons, it is absolutely among the most engaging, brutal, and interesting films you will ever see. 
That is number one. Again, not a shock. The Night Comes For Us, one of my favorite films for this reason. I would give honorable mention, very much like what I talked about with Donnie Yen, when I talk about Iko Uwais, the film Headshot, another equally just under The Night Comes For Us in terms of how great that movie is, and the final fight scene between Uwais and his surrogate father in that film is another terrific one-on-one fight scene to watch. But again, I try to spread out and come up with what I thought were, for various reasons, the top five. While we're on this topic and somewhat within this genre, I wanted to take an opportunity to talk about the fact that 2020, October 2020, marked the 20th anniversary of the U.S. release of Jackie Chan's The Legend of Drunken Master. Now, it fits in well with this topic. It didn't make our list for the following reason. Number one, technically the film was released in 1994 in China, so it's not a 21st century release. It was released in the U.S. in 2000, but I didn't count it because actually its origins predate the timing of our list. Additionally, the final fight scene in that film, while we are largely talking about the fight between Ken Lo and Jackie Chan, what I refer to as the factory fight, there were, uh, were other antagonists and other opponents that Jackie was fighting with during that. So technically, I think you could argue it's not also a one-on-one fight scene. Um, I could isolate the, the fight between Ken Lo and Jackie Chan, but technically that entire scene is interspersed and it's, it, it's about a third of the movie almost, or a quarter of the movie maybe, and it is truly an engaging one. So that film was released independent to the original Drunken Master. It was a sequel. However, when it was released, they called it The Legend of Drunken Master here instead of Drunken Master 2 for the purposes of in case people hadn't seen the first one, they wouldn't be dissuaded from seeing it. It is a unbelievable film. Roger Ebert called that film one of the epic filmmaking, uh, listed it as one of the hundred all-time best films. It is always on every list of Jackie Chan's best films. If it isn't number one, it's way up near the top. And it makes virtually every list of the all-time top 10 uh, martial arts films ever made. It combines and coordinates everything that has made Jackie Chan an international superstar. The Buster Keaton-type comedic theatrics, the amazing stunts, um, the unique depictions, the, the amazing fight choreography. And again, you know, you see... Jackie Chan and you see his opponents squaring off in realistic fight scenes. When I say realistic, what I'm talking about is not the heavy use of stunt doubles, um, not camera angles that make it very easy to disguise what is going on. You see very, very clearly the type of of fighting and brutality where you basically squint and flinch and say, ow, and, and, and you feel the, you feel all the pain and, and blows that, that Jackie Chan goes through as he goes through this fight scene. So the final fight scene, truly terrific. Now, again, I wanted to talk a little bit as we wind down about some of the differences, right? So that movie was made in 1994. 
the rest of our movies are of the past 20 years. What is the big difference between them? Well, one of the big differences is, which is really mind-blowing, Jackie Chan has such gravitas in the martial arts movie community, and particularly in the Far East, that he took four months to shoot the final fight scene of Legend of Drunken Master. It pays off. It shows. It is a visual masterpiece. However, if we look at all of our other films, we probably are looking at budgets that are very, very different. Interesting look at the evolution and the changes in movie making and martial arts movie making and martial arts budgets over the course of the past 30 years. When Chan made that film in 1994, he was one of the biggest stars, if not the biggest star in the Far East. He had tremendous creative control. He had a great opportunities to make films and great control over the filmmaking process. The final fight scene in Legend of Drunken Master, from what I am told, took four months to choreograph and shoot. Four months. You are talking about 120 days of shooting. For the other five movies that we've talked about over the past two decades, I'm guessing that, that all of those movies together, each one of them, not one of them, took 120 days to shoot the entire film and certainly didn't take 120 days to shoot their fight scenes. My guess is that those fight scenes probably were shot anywhere from the course of the better part of a day to two to three days to maybe four to five days at the most. So it really is to some degree a testament and an accomplishment for those films to have come out so well and been so exciting and been so well-filmed and well-choreographed. When we compare them to, yes, visually stunning, historic, but think about the amount of resources and time that go into shooting one scene in a movie and taking four months to do that. But Jackie Chan certainly earned the right, was entitled to do it. We're all better for it. And probably if I were to look at every one of those five films, all influenced by Jackie Chan and The Legend of uh, Drunken Master. I know for a fact Scott Atkins has talked about the fact as being part of the uh, Hong Kong Jackie Chan stunt team that he was influenced by it. I know Amy Johnston was influenced by it. I'm certain Donnie Yen, being of his age, you can't come up in certainly Hong Kong and Chinese filmmaking and not be influenced by Jackie Chan. So that's why it was important for me to mention The Legend of Drunken Master and its 20th anniversary in connection and in conjunction with these five films because while Chan is not in our list, his essence, his impact, his influence, in my opinion, clearly can be felt in our five top one-on-one fight scenes of the 21st century. Thank you. Disagree with our list? Love our list? Hate our list? Let us know. We definitely want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear any suggestions. Keep training. Keep safe. And we will see you in the Dojang.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.